0: Welcome to Breaking It Down with Brandy, Camille, and Arcady, who cannot be here today. Sad day. Yeah. But we have something very special for you today. Our guest this week is not a casting director or a producer, but she has worked with plenty of them in her over 20 years in the business. She has appeared in huge box office movies with some of today's A-listers. She's an actress, a health and wellness coach, an outstanding writer, a self-proclaimed sadness alleviator, and just talking with her today is sure to put you on the road to success. We're super excited to say hello to Kelly collins Lynn.
1: Woo!
0: I'm going to start
1: wooing myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's very uh, motivating. Yeah, I makes love everything it. Better. I love it. Thank you for being here with us Thank today. Thank you, Kelly. guys. Really Happy to appreciate be here. It. Yeah. Kelly, we're
2: going to start off by talking about what's been your journey to becoming an actor.
1: You know, my journey to becoming an actor started when yeah. I was really young. I was, I was four years old, actually, wow. and... Wow. Um, I was in a church play mm-hmm. and I was the youngest one in the play and and I I had a line I don't even remember what the line was but it must have been something hilarious because the entire audience just like burst into hysterical laughter and even at 4 I knew that it was the kind of like it was a good thing. Yeah, they weren't laughing at me; they were laughing with me, and I had I had done something to them. Right, and literally, I would say my entire life has been about duplicating that one right. moment over and over again. As actors, we love to make people feel things and experience things, and I don't know; it's one of my favorite things to do. And so that that one instance started a long, long journey of. Um, you know, me studying all the way through high school and getting a degree in performance from from Penn State. Mm-hmm. And Woo, Pennsylvania! Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then somewhere around 22 or 23, I decided I wanted to eat and live indoors, and so I switched <laughs> over to uh, film and television acting and, and commercials. Sure. Um, so I lived in Orlando for maybe 10 years, mm-hmm. and it's kind of the commercial queen of the universe down there, mm-hmm. and then I moved to Atlanta and um, and really started getting work in film and television there through the beauty of the regional market. Yeah, yeah, Love mm-hmm. that. yeah.
0: And then you know my four kids followed after me, and here we are. There you That's go. It's awesome. So, when you first get a script, what is the first thing that you do as an actor to start preparing?
1: Well, you know, for film and television, I think one of the most important things that people miss, miss is looking at the project as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like, who's producing it? What network is it going to be on? Right. Um, if, it's a, if it's like a sitcom, is it a single-camera sitcom, or is it a multi-cam? Mm-hmm. Because there's different nuances and tones that go along with that. Right. Um, it's, it, so before I even look at the words i I really try to figure out where does this show fit in the universe, mm-hmm. What show is similar to it mm-hmm. um, and i I try to stay in that lane you right. know yeah. the type of performance that that I pick, and you know then I go through all of the script analysis and all of that that many of you learn in class and mm-hmm. to so. to create that character from the ground up to make it a a universal being that is living and doing things in real time. hmm Well, that's a really great way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I like that. Yeah. So and that's
2: much easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You coach actors mm-hmm. and you coach children. Yeah. So you've had a lot of experience working with lots of different people, lots of different ages. Mm-hmm. Sure. What would you say makes a great audition?
1: Well, again, going back to that a real person doing real things in real time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, that to me is so hard to do. And actually, kids are great at it because they don't know how to do right. anything else. They're they don't so, think they about still, it. Mm-hmm. They still play. They just still yeah. play. And um, so, to make a great audition, I you know I always I I, I actually want to make a sign and put it on my <laughs> wall of my studio that says. You know the first the first thing you 've got to do is say these words in a believable way that mm-hmm. sound like they 're not on a page right, right. but just because you 're believable doesn 't mean you 've created something compelling mm-hmm. right um, that means that I as an audience member can identify with you and say, "I understand why she 's doing what she 's doing right in this moment mm-hmm. and the more you do that, the more the you know, the audience, which in many cases, especially in the in the age of self-taping, right. is the casting director watching. So you can be, you know, plenty of people, people that are working in mm-hmm. television right now yeah. are believable, but not compelling. Right, right, right. So, you know, that would be, it would take, I could, I could spend hours and hours on, <laughs> well, how do I be compelling? Right. But that's probably a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: on that same mm-hmm. vein, in that same vein, but the flip side, what, what's the biggest mistakes you see people doing? What's, mm-hmm. what's, how are, what are people doing that is
1: making them fail their auditions? Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, worrying about saying the lines the right way Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is a big mistake because any scene can go any number of ways right and they're all right right so when you get all wound up in trying to figure out how should I say this line Mm -hmm. you are robbing yourself of the experience of being a real person in real right. time, doing real things, right. and and on any given day in real life, we would say something differently on one day as compared mm-hmm, sure. to because of a number of right outside factors. Are we in a bad mood? Are we in a good mood? What just happened before? Mm-hmm. What's about to happen after? So, I that's probably the biggest mistake is is um, or saying how should I say this line? Right,
0: right, right. right. you know, yeah, like so, judging it. Before you've said it already, do you know what I mean? Like sure. reading it and being like, "Well, you could say this fourteen different ways instead of just like trying it."
1: Yeah, but it also I better. think uh, another big mistake I guess would be not doing the work ahead of time that mm-hmm. needs to be done. Start sure. making choices to figure out. I remember one time my my agency had me watch um, a bunch of self tapes because mm-hmm. they didn't have time and they needed me to figure out which ones to actually submit. Ah. Mm. And um, <clears throat> they knew I worked with child actors, and so they said, watch watch all of these tapes. And I was, it was all the same scene. Mm-hmm. And first of all, I was stunned at how much one scene can come across differently. Yeah. Like 30 different kids can bring 30 different things to it. And it helped me to see, as an actor myself, wow, you could, you could absolutely hammer it home and still not be chosen. Right. Like, for any number of reasons. Right. So it freed me to just, you know what? I've got to do this. The, I've got to play this cop the way I would be if I was a cop. Right. Right? right? And who knows what they want. Mm-hmm. And um, But anyway, one of the things I was stunned at is this one scene. It was um, they had to run up from a beach. And um, it was like a hundred yards run. Mm-hmm. And they had to say ships, a hundred of them, they're coming, they've got my father.
2: Hmm.
1: Okay. Okay? (laughs) You wouldn't believe how many people didn't read the stage direction that said, ran up the beach a hundred yards. Uh-huh. So, you know, like you would think everyone would naturally go, okay, I got to be out of breath. Right, right nope, <laughs> <laughs> nope, and, and so many of them didn't re- really internalize the part of, they have my, my father. father. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a kind of a matter-of-fact statement, yeah. and I'm like, oh, my gosh, there are really a lot of bad actors out there yeah. that have representation. That's yeah. So yeah. it's just unbelievable to me. So really taking a look at the scenario and doing that work ahead of time, right? I mean, that's just... Ugh.
0: That's acting one hundred and one. But our I, job. Yeah. but yeah. I'd be—you'd be stunned to know how many people don't do that. Mm-hmm. So. And I—I I have heard you say before. You believe that for most things, people should be coached before auditions for like big auditions. Is that something you believe yeah, in? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm.
1: I do unless you've been, a, you know, unless you've been working steadily for the last 15 years that's true. you know i mean i mean, you
0: need it i guess yeah, yeah yeah i mean
1: because eyes on on you um like you know that's why i just told you i'm not here mm-hmm. in la to like put some eyes on myself right because i spend so much time coaching others it's been a long time since i've said hey somebody look at my work Am I, mm-hmm. do i know what i'm doing <laughs> like maybe i've developed some bad habits right. that i don't know yeah. about you sure. know so um for children especially mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really important, especially in the land of self-tape, to make sure that, for one, it's not just, like, mom in the kitchen reading off camera with Mm her. That's a big pet peeve of mine, of, Mm -hmm. you know, moms that don't... If you're going to spend the money, I I actually always tell moms, Mm -hmm. spend the money on coaching for actual auditions, not putting them in
0: class. Mm -hmm. Um, So... Yeah, wait. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> you answered it. You okay. answered about yeah. coaching, though. So, funny enough, you sort of answered the next one. But uh, it's what is your advice to new actors about self takes Oh
1: so my goodness! Don't have
0: your mom stand there and read. Well, with don't you. have your mom read with you. <laughs> I mean, try to have an actor read with you. You mm-hmm. know, the bet.
1: A lot of times, people that are watching these, they don't have a lot of imagination. Mm-hmm. They don't want to go. Well, now she would be great if she was wearing the right thing, and if there was a good actor off camera, they mm-hmm. just want to see it. They just want to see it. So for example, I just taped, I just had a new client that had been going to a different coach, and and, and she's, she's worked, so I'm not, I'm not saying that coach was bad. Mm-hmm. But one of the things we did for the very first audition I had for her was it was a scene where she and her brother are waiting for their abusive father to come up the stairs, and mm. they hear him coming up the stairs. And to read the script and do it in real time is important. To figure out how is this going to be shot on the mm-hmm. day? Right. 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 How is this going to be shot? And what is the time frame? Mm-hmm. And so people tend to rush through because, oh, well, there's a line right there. I better say it. No. I mean, I had her wait 10 seconds for that father to clump mm-hmm. up the stairs so that it could build that tension sure. in the audience and the viewer. Right. And she booked the part, you that's know? Awesome. So really creating self tapes that emulate to the best of your ability. Now, obviously, if you know, if you're running through the woods, yeah. you can't do that <laughs> no, in right. a self tape that's stationary, <laughs> and I don't recommend that you do that. But to the best of your ability to shoot it as if it would be your coverage on the day right is really important, I think, and, and having an actor read with you off camera mm-hmm. is, is also really important because that actor is going to know when should the scene breathe a little bit? Right. Where are the silences? Right um, The silences actually are more important mm-hmm. than the words. Definitely. The words are uh, uh, this is going to sound crazy. The words are the least important thing in right. your
0: audition. It is what happens between those words mm-hmm. that is the most. Mm. I know my biggest thing when I first started out was I would, um, I would wouldn't have a reader. I would read both the both parts. I know you both look at me like I'm crazy, but I would I would read both parts because I was so self conscious like reading with other people. So don't do that. Have somebody. Wait, read how with you. would you read both parts? Like you, you would record one, yourself. Yeah, you do them both, and then you can like splinter them together. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> I know. I don't do that anymore. That's a I, lot I, of work. I, I suck it up and have somebody read yeah. it. <laughs> true, though.
2: When an actor is looking for representation, what should they look
1: for, and how should they go about it?
0: It's a really, I know, a long question, a long answer, but... In
1: which market? I mean, that is... It's really hard. I mean, Mm -hmm. in Los Angeles, I Mm -hmm. would actually... I would defer to somebody else on that question, because, Mm -hmm. you know, our primary... um, we began in the regional market. Right. And to be honest, I guess that would be my biggest piece of advice. Mm-hmm. If you are starting out and you have no credits unless you're eight years old, mm-hmm. you should go to a regional market first. Mm-hmm. Because, for example, um, here's what happened to me. I graduated um, college and I was like, what do I do? Do I go to New York or Los Angeles? Because that's what most actors say, yeah. right? Sure, of course, of
2: course. Yeah.
1: And I ended up doing a theater contract in Orlando, oh. right? Mm-hmm. Nobody thinks, all right, I'm going to make it big. I'm <laughs> headed to Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> but while was I was awesome. in Orlando, <laughs> um, all of these actors would leave, the, leave rehearsal mm-hmm. to go to an audition. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what, what are you auditioning for? Like, do they need more Mickey Mouses or something? Right. Like, right. what's happening? And as it turned out, lots and lots of commercials there right mm-hmm. so i just was like hmm while i'm here i might as well sure. see what i can do right so because the talent pool was smaller yeah in that market uh and at the time it was small enough that if you had a little bit of experience which you know i did and i had a degree and um which really doesn't help you but um, you could walk and chew gum at the same time, you could get an agent. Right. You know, <laughs> right. and I just submitted through their website at the time. Or I actually in those days, I just sent a hard copy. Yeah. I sent a photo uh, and resume yeah. in black and white headshot. Mm-hmm. It's dating me. But um, <laughs> and that is how I got my first agent. And mm-hmm. because the talent pool was small enough, and then I started taking classes in commercial acting. And I was able to get my SAG card in nine months. Right. Mm, Whoa. Well. And then I was able to develop some... So then I had a choice. hmm I had a choice. Do I stay in the regional market and become kind of a bigger fish in a smaller pond, but there's a glass ceiling in the, the size of roll I can book? Sure, right. Because uh, they're not booking leads out of right. Orlando, Florida, <laughs> right? Or do I move to Los Angeles and go for the brass ring? hmm And to this day, I'm really glad I made the decision I did because I was able to land a lot of nice recurring roles Mm -hmm. on episodic television shows that shot, like, in Atlanta or in North Carolina um, or in Charleston, South Carolina, because they don't want to bring all the actors in from Los Angeles... They want to be able to hire somebody. Right. So again, um, if you're if you are doing the work, mm-hmm. you are in class, you're studying, you're getting better at what you do. You can. I landed some nice roles to the point where a lot of my friends that are like, "We're out of here. We're going to L.A." Fell off the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. Okay, never heard anything about them again until they call me or like, "How did you get on? How did that?
0: What?" Yeah, and I'm like, "It's the beauty of the regional market." Mm-hmm. Now, do you think where you're at in Atlanta that it's getting to be as big as LA or do you think it'll ever be as big as LA? It's so funny you say that because I used to always call it the best back
1: door into the industry ever mm-hmm. and it's quickly becoming yeah, a front right. door to the point where, um, I used to say that you didn't need a manager in, in Atlanta. Well, my husband just opened a management company because, thank you, because <laughs> you do, it's very difficult to, um, get into those agencies now without a mm. referral. Mm. Wow. Um, in, a, in Los Angeles, I, I, you know, <laughs> it is, I don't even know you guys, mm-hmm. my kids were able to get representation out here because they started when right. they were children mm-hmm. right. and they got, you know, if you're coming off the walking dead, yeah. like my daughter did, uh, she had people out here interested in right. her. And then I did bring them out here physically mm-hmm. so that they could start auditioning. But, you know, if you're 18 and you move to Los Angeles and you don't have any experience, you don't have any connections, you don't have any ins with anything, they're going to say, you're too old. Mm-hmm. I can't develop you. Right. So um, I have actually convinced several friends to leave Los Angeles and move to Atlanta, mm-hmm. and now that's what a lot of people are doing. Yeah. So oh, it's, yeah. it's
0: actually becoming a much more competitive Because it's place. I know before... Um, when like Atlanta just was up and coming, they would allow you to be out here and have like representation out there. Yes. But now they've like closed that door too. They like won't, most a lot of places won't allow it, from what I saw. Right,
1: and there are some agencies that um, that in fact I just uh, heard from a, a student of mine who had a who just booked film, mm-hmm. and her agent in Atlanta dropped her because she's represented out here. And wow. it used to be that they would split commission, mm-hmm. right um, mm-hmm. you know a lot of people in atlanta aren 't willing to do that anymore they 're like no we can we can represent you right um, and and that is becoming more and more true we 're not there yet, mm-hmm. but I will say we are being given better and better and you know I just read for a series regular the That's other awesome. day and, and i 'm going i 'll be very brutally honest. Mm-hmm. my career is in the regional market when I come out here with my kids i can 't get arrested. Mm. You know, right. like I can't, I mean, yeah. I can't get into these rooms. They don't know me. I haven't been out here. Mm-hmm. The other 40 year old women have been here for maybe right. since they were children. Right. They're right. already named actresses. Right. And so, um, it's hard even for me and you know, I've, I've had a career, mm-hmm. um, but it's mainly in that, that regional market. So I don't even really, I don't even try. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't this encouraging? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, but Chicago, Austin, mm-hmm. New Orleans, right. Atlanta, right. great
0: places if you're an adult mm-hmm. to start out. Yeah. That's good advice. Oh, I like that. So, if you could have any role, past, present, or future, oh my gosh. what would it be? Or what movie would you be in as an actress? You mean it has to be something that's already in existence? No, past, present, or future. Or like even a genre. A lot of people. Um, I
1: mean, I would love to. um, I would actually love to develop a series um, with my family. Oh, yeah. You need,
0: you all need your own reality show. Yeah,
1: I would not a reality show. (laughs) We we would never actually we've said we'd never do a reality show. No, I think we'll stand by that. We've been approached. It's just not something that I want to do. Right. but Because uh, I think I'd be crucified. <laughs> but, um, um, and also, there's many, many times in my own household that mm. I say, you see, this is why we can't have a reality show. <laughs> um, but no, a series, um, a series where I, I get to work with my own family, about mm. a family, maybe in Hollywood, that would probably be my dream project, yeah. That sounds Aww. lovely. I love that. Yeah. I hope you can And that. about, yeah. like, trying to keep, because I've lived this, trying to keep my children um, from becoming narcissistic sociopaths Mm -hmm. or (laughs) crack-addicted depressants. (laughs) Walking that fine line Mm -hmm. between is really, really difficult. Mm -hmm. And I have a lot to say. In fact, I'm writing a book where I'm going to say it Mm -hmm. um, about fame and the myth of it Mm -hmm. and that many, many people think that fame is the road to happiness and mm. it's actually the road that road heads in the opposite direction and mm. we've seen it both in our own lives as we've achieved you know some measure of notoriety mm. and we've seen it with the famous people that we've worked with mm. right so yeah no it's very true what
2: are your hobbies or activities that you like to do outside of acting like
1: what keeps you going in your downtime um, probably writing mm-hmm. is I, I actually honestly think I'm a better writer than I am an actor. Mm. Um and so I think my future is is in writing. I mean I have a blog that I, I write um about our wacky life. Mm-hmm. Everybody <laughs> should go read it. It's great. Thank yes, you. Yes, so we'll plug that at the end for Thank sure. Thank you. And uh, you know, about the shark infested waters of Hollywood and, mm-hmm. and staying sane in those and alive. Mm-hmm. Um So writing, to me, is kind of what fills me up. Mm -hmm. Um, um, As Brandy said, I'm a huge health and wellness advocate, and I I work with a lot of people to... Get their gut healthy, yeah. which had an amazing, it had an impact on my appearance, mm-hmm. which is great as an actor. Mm-hmm. But it also had an, a huge impact on my emotional state, which I didn't expect. Right. So I thought I was sort of an angst ridden artist, and we're all wacko and crazy and depressive. Nope, my gut was just unhealthy. Mm-hmm. So I spent a lot of time talking to people about that, mm-hmm. and I really enjoy that. Um, and just you know, hanging out with the fam. Yeah. yeah. And, with your tribe, yeah, and, and you know one of the cool things is as I've gotten to spend a lot of one-on-one time with each of my children is, and mm-hmm. you know, I lived in Budapest for six months with my son. That's crazy. You know that just was such a bonding experience yeah. for us. Um, so yeah, my family is probably my
0: hugest thing. Because I, I do ever told. That's how I met you. Was you made that video for your son after he was done in Budapest on the show, and I was just like, "I have to know this lady. Mm-hmm. she is awesome oh my God oh do. wow
1: yeah. that 's amazing, thank you, yeah that, I, I kind of was going so crazy in Budapest because we had a lot of downtime mm-hmm. that I made that video as we went in That's my so in my spare time so so writing, um, creating content, mm-hmm. um, really to inspire people. To find happiness mm-hmm. um, and peace and contentment, and to go after what they want and to live life to the fullest—that's kind of what I feel like I've been put here to do, and also to encourage them. We, we're God family. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know, I know a lot of people aren't. That's okay. But for us, we really couldn't. We—I don't think we would have survived to the extent that we have. Uh, and stayed sane if we had not turned it all over to a power that's greater than ourselves, yeah. mm-hmm. and someone that has that roadmap can see it from above and is like, "I know that seems like the best route, but mm. trust me, it's this way." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and even if it seems counterintuitive, whenever we've followed it, we've never regretted it. Mm. Right to the point where you know my seventeen-year-old who has worked since he was four years old. Mm-hmm. I mean he is on a a, a deliberate hiatus from the mm. industry um really? to just reset mm-hmm. mentally mm-hmm. because he's he just finished he just finished his time on The Walking Dead my third child to be on The Walking Dead actually mm-hmm. oh, I was so sad I was <laughs> so sad well you know he was too <laughs> yeah. he was too and every actor that leaves that show is sad mm. Um, they may say in the press, well, you know, I'm just here to serve the story. No, they're sitting at home sobbing. Trust me. Um, and I've had it happen three times on that show. But um, he, we, you know, he's 17, mm-hmm. and there's been some gut punches and fetal positions of late. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, you need to decide if this is what you really want for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think you could have it for the rest of your life if you want it. But you don't know that right. if you don't step away for a minute sure. and see what it's like out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's what he's doing, and he's skipped, him. skipped this whole pilot season. Yeah. And it's just kind of breathing. And um, to me, other stage parents mm-hmm. need to know that it's okay to do that. Right. right. And sometimes that can yield the greatest fruit ever. Mm -hmm. But it seems horrifying because, oh, my gosh, he just came off a show. It's the perfect time to get his next job. Right, right. And his reps are like, what are you talking about? You know, but it's like, which wouldn't that be great Mm -hmm. to have your reps be like, what? No, you can't go anywhere, (laughs) right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Start acting when you're four. That's how that happens. But anyway, so. But it must be nice for him, too, to take this time to, like, sleep in and obviously do work and, like. Just like find himself. Well, and he, as he a got a 17-year-old. job, he got a job, he got a real job in a mm. real world. He works at his gym. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny
1: because, you know, <laughs> his paychecks for The Walking Dead were pretty enormous. And he right. just went to London and Berlin to some fan conventions. And oh, I won't even tell you the amount of money they uh-huh. make at those because it'll depress you. Mm-hmm. But then he gets these paychecks from, from one life gym, and they're like $72. That's awesome. <laughs> and he just kind of laughs. Of course. Yeah. But it's good. It's good for his character yeah, sure. to go, you know what? At this gym, you just get people towels, dude. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know? I love that. Hilarious. Okay, so we are going to start our rapid-fire questions. Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm ner- you're terrifying now. No, they're easy breezy. They're easy peasy. So what – you did touch on this a little bit, but what is your biggest pet peeve that actors do?
1: It uh, has nothing to do with the craft. It has to do with who they are as humans. If you are an actor and you only ever talk about yourself mm-hmm. and you never ask me questions about me, not a fan. Mm, and I you like wouldn't that. believe how many – I just worked on a set the other day. I was astonished. In fact, I'm going to plug it right now. Mm-hmm. Ambitions on OWN. It'll debut in June. Okay. I went in and day played there the other day. And normally when you go in and day play, you don't really expect the series regulars to to pay that much attention right, to right. you, and nor should you. Mm-hmm. You know, they day players come in all the time. Mm-hmm. Right, right. These women on this show sat there and in the hair and makeup trailer and were like, how do you like Atlanta? What do you do here? Then they found out that the kids were on The Walking Dead. They all lost their minds. They were asking questions. like, And then they were like, what? You have a blog? What's your blog? Let's all follow her blog. I mean, I was like, am I in the upside down right now? (laughs) Because I have worked in so many other situations Mm -hmm. where it's the opposite. So self-involved actors Mm -hmm. and humans in general, yeah biggest pet peeve. Yeah. So I always I've trained my children when they're on a show and a day player comes in you go up you welcome them to your show right, right. they're like the new kid in class yeah. for right the day. you yeah. say hello how are you where are you in from so mm. glad you're here oh, oh. that's lovely that's everybody what you do. should do that yeah, yeah.
2: No, I agree what is your favorite piece of advice that you've either received as an actress or you give to other
1: actors. You must have something else. Mm-hmm. 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 You probably should have something else financially,
2: mm-hmm.
1: to so that you're not only. I think less than six percent of actors actually make a living at right. acting. Yeah, might right. even be lower than that. Might even be lower yeah. than that. And uh, like for me, if I have a year where I make my health, because my whole family's been on my health benefits for twenty six, seven years. <laughs> That's my goal every year. That's not enough to live on though. Right, right. But it's so I have time. I have about seven streams of income
0: Whoa. from seven
1: different sources. Mm-hmm. That to me would be my biggest piece of advice mm-hmm. like business-wise. Mm-hmm. But also mentally if if acting is your only thing then if it
0: doesn't go well, what does that what does that mean? Does that right. mean your life isn't valuable? Right, right. So there's nothing more stressful than finding like, like knowing how to pay your rent. You know what I mean. Yeah. Like if you have another job that constantly brings in income, you just feel so much better, which well, makes everything else better. And
1: it also allows you to have the life experience you need to apply mm-hmm. to your craft. But I mean, I I tell this to stage parents all the time. I'm like, I know you think you're doing the right thing by only letting them do this, and that this is this is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Let them play a sport. Right. Mm-hmm. Let them do a play. Mm-hmm. Let them, let them become a black belt. I mean, mm-hmm. they must have something else, or else they'll you'll go crazy. And they need friends,
0: they need like not just your yeah. family. Members. I,
1: I think I attribute that mainly to one of the biggest reasons why I, I get I, I and this is nothing to do with mm-hmm. me, but I do get a lot of people that say your kids are so grounded. How have you kept them grounded? Yeah. Well, for one, I didn't bring them to L.A. They didn't live here. Right, they stayed in Georgia none of their friends were actors mm. none of their fr- all of their friends knew mm. them before they mm-hmm. had any kind of notoriety in right. the industry right. and they really didn't give a crap mm-hmm. yeah yeah. <laughs> they didn't give a crap there's and sure. it was it, you know their best friends are not actors and that really helped them to say oh there, there's, a, there's a life on the outside right. and maybe it's nice out there mm-hmm. there's something to be said for stability
0: yeah, yeah, but the kids yeah. that I
1: see out here, it's disturbing to me. They, this is the only thing, and it's how many followers do you have? And yeah, um, it's really hard to find authentic people. Right. So,
2: that's, true. that's
1: one of the biggest struggles my daughter's having because she lives here now. Because mm-hmm. she's like, I can't find any friends. Oh, I can't find anybody that I I yeah. know actually cares about right. me. Right. No matter how many Instagram
0: followers I have. Right. Or don't. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's true. And it's got to be hard to come out. Because I came out, when I moved out here a few years ago, I came with like a group. There was like three of us that like traveled out here together. So it was like, I came with built-in friends.
1: Yeah. But it's, it's
0: hard to come out here by yourself and it like is. find Yeah, it's your really tribe. difficult
2: because it's, some people are just like, what have you
0: done for me lately? You know? right. Sure. It's just, right. It's not. It's yeah. true. I, I hear you on that. So, Miss Kelly, mm-hmm. what is something you want people in the business to know about you that they may not know? We could say like directors or casting directors or even like fellow actors. What is something that they don't know about you that you'd be willing to share?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Wow, you're stumping me. <laughs>
1: um, uh, that I'm a writer, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not just an actor. And actually, frankly, that I, I am still an actor. Yeah. <laughs> because a lot of people are like, oh great, you gave up your career for your children. And I'm like, <laughs> no, no. Actually, I didn't. I, I, I didn't. <laughs> it's just they're doing better than me. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that I'm, I'm still available right. myself. And um, I'm still, you know, awesome. I taught I, I did teach them everything they know. Yeah. So,
2: so you've coached your children. You've, you've,
1: yeah. You yeah. know, that's how I got into coaching. It never was like I, ha- I didn't have any desire to be a coach myself. But what happened was is that... Mm-hmm. Um, as my kids followed me into the business one by one, all at different times, all for different reasons, cause I didn't want to be a crazy stage mom. So right. I did not initiate it. They did. Oh, really? Yeah. And, um, and I actually made them go to an open call to determine if they were good mm-hmm. because I didn't really? want to be dragging their butts around if mm-hmm. they sucked. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that's anyway, <laughs> that's a whole nother story that will be in my book actually. <laughs> so, uh, um, what was I saying? About,
2: we were talking about what you, that, how you're still um, coaching. Oh, yeah, oh well, how children. did I get into coaching? Right, it? right, right, right.
1: <laughs> so I figured if I didn't know how to teach them what to do, I was in the wrong business myself. Right. So I started coaching my kids. They started getting work. They started having some measure of mm-hmm. success. And I would meet parents, other parents, that were like, I, I don't know, I don't know how to do this. Can right. you help my kid? So I started coaching kids that way, and I was very upfront. I'm like, just because I know how to act doesn't mean I know how to coach. Acting and teaching acting are two different skill sets. But I'll give it a shot. Yeah, and um, you know, it just kind of went from there. Mm -hmm. How Um, long have you been doing that now? I mean, thirteen years. Yeah, wow.
0: Yeah, so that's how I got into coaching. So here's what I actually want to know. How do you, because all of your children have had wonderful success in the business. How do you keep them from not getting jealous of the others, but how do you keep it all like a camaraderie? Like we're all excited for everything that happens for everybody else. That is something I've been
1: wondering. Oh, my gosh. Well, again, um, first of all, they don't really compete against each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that helps. Mm. It's not like they're competing for the same role. The, the closest that I... Then <laughs> like, no? No. The closest... Actually, sometimes Mackenzie and Madison, now that they're both adults, mm-hmm. might read for the same thing. Um, but the, the closest that we've come to where I was like, ooh, how's this going to play out? Mm-hmm. Is when AMC approached us about Matt taking over for mm-hmm. Maxon on The Walking Dead. And it was Maxon's role that he, in, in, you know, originated. Mm-hmm. And so we did have a big family meeting because we wanted to make sure that he was okay with it. And if he had had the slightest difficulty with it, right. we would have said no. Mm-hmm. Because to us, real life is more important. Right, yeah. And our family is more important. Mm-hmm. And there are other jobs out there. But actually, Maxson was the most supportive. He's like, well, someone's going to take over my role anyway. Right. Because I can't play a sixteen year old, mm-hmm. so how amazing would it be if it was if it was
0: Matt that's,
1: that's, that's really, really cool. cool yeah yeah, so the the only and then i do i do talk about i i I have talked about before the what's known as the all is lost breakdown, um which is actually a beat in every movie that you see mm-hmm. there's that moment, the dark mm-hmm. moment, and um every kid has had it like when you know when when Matt had a lot of success when he was um eight. And Madison was 10. Um, She won, you know, he had booked just, he'd booked yet another thing. Right. And she was only doing commercials. And she's like, when is it going to be my turn? (laughs) And then, like, not that much longer later, she booked The Walking Dead, Mm -hmm. which was the Mm -hmm. biggest thing that any of the kids had ever gotten. Yeah. And then...
0: such an iconic thing, too. I know. know. Yeah, Yeah, I
1: know. It was amazing. And then... Not long after that, Mackenzie was like, "Matt and Madison have been doing so well. When is it going to be my turn?" <laughs> right. And then she booked under the dome. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So it, it, they've, but it's never like jealousy of each other. Mm-hmm. It's just. More of a when is it gonna be my turn? Right. I so, say that
2: every
0: day.
1: Yeah. When yeah. is it gonna be my turn? When is it gonna be, as do I about that? Maybe I'm jealous of my own kids. You I don't walk, know.
0: <laughs> you just walk around your house like when, when is, is it is gonna, gonna be my, my turn?
1: You know they've all been so supportive of one another and you know now my oldest is out of the industry. She's heading to law school. She doesn't want to be an actress forever. She wants a more stable life. Mm -hmm. She had a lot of success and she actually is really good and and I think could have a career in
0: it but she's like I don't want that instability. Mm -hmm. Law is something I do. My brain just doesn't morph like that. That that is awesome. Yeah. I don't understand. So, So she's thrilled for everybody but there's I'm yeah. not going to say mm-hmm. there's
1: never been bumps in the road sure there have right. of course right yeah i was just curious
2: yeah kelly is there anything that you want to share with us. You want to plug. Now you mentioned your blog, so yeah. could you please let everyone know where to find that <laughs> and how to how if they're in Atlanta and they want to coach with you, how to find yeah. you? Oh like, my goodness. All well, that stuff. So you can the easiest everything.
1: thing to do is to you can either contact me through my blog, which is lifeinthehoneywagon.com. <laughs> um and you know, it's mainly a resource for for stage parents that are getting their kids into the business and, mm-hmm. and how to do that without going crazy. Um, and it, But I, I'm sort of branching out and talking about other things now, too. Right. And, and it's a launching pad for the book I'm writing mm-hmm. that is more going to be for everyone. And it's about, you know, finding value in your life aside from that thing you have to have. Mm. Whether you're trying to be an actor or an athlete or a successful business person, right. it's finding your value in the in something real, mm-hmm. um, and realizing that you already have what you need mm-hmm. to be happy. So, life in the honey wagon. You can also follow me on Instagram at life in the honey wagon. Um, you can friend me on Facebook at Kelly Collins Lintz, and any of those places you can you can message me if you're in Atlanta and you. I also Skype coach. Oh, that's so awesome! So you can you can book a session with me. That way, yeah. and um, subscribing to my blog will really help get this book published. Mm-hmm. So, that would be helpful. so go do that, everybody. Thank yeah. you. Go do it. Yeah. Well, All thank right.
0: you so much,
2: Kelly, for being here. Oh my gosh, it was a pleasure. It's a pleasure. You. So, thank ladies you. and gentlemen, that is a wrap on Kelly. So woo. thank you, Kelly, for being here. I get a, do I get a
1: woo? Woo. 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 And don't forget to share and subscribe for more great content.